Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom. Blessings and greetings to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. I thank and praise God that you've joined in with me on this evening as we go before the throne of God to lift him up in adoration and in praise and as we intercede on each other's behalf and as we partake of the Word of God. I am grateful to be alive in this hour to give God the praise because everyone cannot say that. Um, I, my heart is heavy tonight. I have to be very honest. Um, and I thank and praise God for the tenacity and and uh, the fortitude that he has given me and the strength to just keep pressing on and giving him the praise in the midst of, of sadness. Um, I've lost two people very, very quickly um, over the past few days, and it's um, it's just really troubled my heart. I, I have to be honest. My grandson's father passed away, and we just found out on Saturday morning. We didn't even know when he had passed away on Wednesday, and that was very heartbreaking to, to talk to him, talk to my grandson, and um, the thought that he was away and could not even, he won't even be able to, to attend the services. So that that's kind of heartbreaking. And then today I find out that someone within my company that I work for uh, passed away on Saturday night, which is somebody that I actually speak to probably four to five every day. He was one of our contractors. And I'm just like, okay, God, um, enough death. And uh, a few weeks ago, one of my oldest and uh, old neighbors had passed away, and then one of my kids' childhood friends passed away. It, it's just been like within the past three weeks, it's been four deaths, and I'm going, okay, um, enough, enough, enough. But we recognize and understand that God is the God of comfort. He is that God that gives us peace in the midst of. He is that God that lifts up our heads even when we're hurting. And my heart just goes out for these families that um, are enduring. It's it's I spoke to my coworker's wife today for a long time, and um, and all I could tell her was I, I I can empathize with her pain, and if I'm in a state of shock and am having a hard time processing this, I can only imagine what she and her children are going through. And as I told her, I I, I walked through it with my daughter when she lost her husband, and. Um, it's a hard process. So I, I just, I'm sharing this tonight because there's two families, the Bradford family and the Culp family that I really want to lift up in prayer. The Bradford family is my grandson's um, father's family and the Culp family is my coworker's family. And, um, you know, everybody does not have that close association with God that they can pull on, on his strength and pull on his love to get through um can't fathom walking out situations without God. I know that even before I started this this close personal relationship with him, I always had a sense of knowing that he was there and that I could call on him. I, I grew up with that sense within me, but I cannot fathom somebody that has no association with God at all, no type of relationship, no type of understanding or reckoning within themselves that God is real and God is there and God can see you through whatever you go through. So my heart goes out for for people that are walking through situations like this that don't know that they can they can tug on him, they can pull on him, they can trust him to see them through. So I just, you know, I, I'm sharing tonight because I just I feel a need to share my heart. I also feel a need to to encourage any of you that may be listening, that may be walking through a dark period of time in your life. Possibly you've lost someone as well, be it to death or possibly divorce or just a misunderstanding or what have you. I, I want to encourage you tonight to know that God is real. God is there, and he is 
an ever-present help in our time of need. He is that one that we can rely on. We can call on him, trust and believe, and know that he is there. He is available for us. He desires to comfort us. He desires to walk with us. He desires to uplift our downtrodden spirit. He is an awesome, awesome deliverer. He is an awesome, awesome confidant. Um, We can shed our tears with him. We can share our pain with him. And he is ever-present. He is literally ever-present to walk us through our situations. Knowing that in times of hardship, sometimes we don't realize that we have him as our advocate. I received an email from somebody today based on a, an encouraging um, video email that I had sent out, and I read it, and my heart was grieved because she's walking through a, a very tough time right now in her life, and she began to question um, the validity of God, and she's walked with God for a long time, but because things have not worked out um, to the way she thought that God would work it out. She, she's questioning the validity of God. And, you know, I'm not saying this to put this individual down. I'm saying this because I think we've all walked in a place at some point in time in our walk where we were so burdened down and so heavy laden and, and felt disappointment to such a degree that we had to stop and to question, um, God, are you hearing me? God, are you there? God, Um, what is going on. I believe that we've all been there. So please understand I'm sharing this not to to put this individual down, but to lift this individual up, to say, yes, God is real, and yes, he does hear you, and yes, he knows that you need him. He knows your guidance. He knows that you need his counsel, and he is an ever-present help in our time of need. We have to know this. We have to, to, to get that in our spirit. We have to understand that he, he will, he will, he will, he will see you through this all, um, in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all, our God is able. So anyway, um, just really kind of go before him right now with praise. Uh, that's what's in my heart. That's what gets us through all that we, we encounter, all that we, we have to go through is praising him. That's the only way we can make it through, the only way. If we don't take the time to lift him up, to give him the praise, the glory, and the honor that is so due him, then we'll never make it. We will never make it. It is all about him. It is all about our trusting him. It is all about us recognizing and seeing him as that one who will see us through. Even when the enemy comes to tell us that we've missed it, when the enemy comes to say that there's absolutely no way that you're going to make it through this, God is not hearing you, and he will do that. He will taunt you. He will tell you God does not hear you, that you're wasting your time reaching out to him. He will do everything in his power to try to cause you to doubt God, but I am here to encourage you on tonight that he is that ever-present help in the time of need. He is that comforter that will step in and, and can comfort your heart in a way that man cannot. You know, we as man, we, we don't have the right words to say. We we don't have the the power um, many times to uplift one's spirit, no matter how badly we, we want to and we try. As I was talking to my coworker's wife today, I was like, you know, I, I understand that we all struggle and we try to say the right things. We want to encourage you, but words just kind of fall short. They, you need, you have to have a touch from God to walk through this. And she was sharing with me that, you know, right now she she's really in that state of denial. She's like, I'm just telling myself he's on a vacation. I've got to get through this week. I got to be here for my children. He's just away on vacation. I, I can't deal with the finality that he's not coming back. I just can't deal with that right now. So I need to get through this week, and this is what I'm telling myself to get through this week. So we all have cling to uh, ways that we cope 
But even in the coping, as I told her, I said, I understand. But I also understand that when this week is over with and in, in that time of preparation and trying to get all the arrangements done and everybody is flocking to your side and people are bringing food and, you know, people are there for you, there comes that period in time after this week is over where the kids are back in school and you're alone and you have to come with to the realization of the situation, and that's when it's going to hit you, and that's when you're going to really need the presence of God. That That is when you're going to need to trust that God's comfort is going to be there. So um, I'm saying this to say, again, to any of you that may be listening that are walking through a dark period, it is in that quiet time when the realization of whatever it is that you're dealing with is smack dab in front of you that you need to know that God is there. He is, as I said before, he is that help in the time of trouble. He is that comforter that will uplift you. So let's just let's just enter into his presence now. Let's just lift him up, hallelujah, with praise and with worship as we enter into the throne room, as we enter into his presence with thanksgiving and giving him worship, as we allow ourselves even in times of hurt and pain, times of trials and tribulations, we still know that our victory is in our praise, our victory is in our worship, our victory is in knowing that, God, I can come into the secret place. I can steal away with you. I can press into that place of of in you, knowing that you are ever-present. We give you praise, O Lord God. I lift up those that are within the sound of my voice right now that may be walking through a hard time, may be walking through a time of, of disbelief that they've lost someone close to them, those that may be just encountering hardship all around them. And, and they need a touch from you, oh God. They need to feel your love, oh God. They need to be surrounded by your presence because your presence changes our very atmosphere. Your presence gives us the strength that we need, oh God, to press on through the dark times. Your presence, your presence gives us that strength, oh Lord God, that sustains us, that keeps us, oh God, that keeps our focus on you, Father. So I'm just calling forth for your presence right now, your presence to come into our our vicinity, to come into our heart, to come into our mind. I, I know that you're ever-present. I know that you dwell within us, but Father God, we need a tangible touch on tonight. We need a tangible touch on tonight where you manifest yourself in our lives, where you manifest yourself in our emotions, where you manifest yourself in our heart. Oh, Lord God, we need to hear from you tonight. We need to feel your presence, Lord God. We we need to be able to give you the praise and the worship that you so richly desire, even in the midst of it all, oh God. For you are yet worthy. No matter what we are walking through, no matter what we have encountered, you are yet worthy, O oh Lord God, of the praise. You are yet, Lord God, our Jehovah Jireh. You are yet that one that provides for us. You provide whatever it is that we need. It's not just provision in, in the in the physical sense of needing clothing or needing financial blessings or needing shelter, but you are that provider as well, O oh God, of comfort for us. You are that one, O oh God, that wraps your arms of love around us, and you are that one that will gently rock us, O oh God, when we need to be soothed, just as a, a baby sometimes just needs to be and just be patted and just feel the mother's arms or the father's arms wrapped around them and holding them tight. They need to feel that sense of security. They need to feel, oh, Lord, God, that sense of safety. We need you tonight. We need to feel secure in your arms on tonight. We need to feel your safety surrounding us on tonight. We need to feel the uplifting, Lord God. You are the lover and the lifter up of our head and of our soul and of our spirit and of our heart, and we need to be uplifted on tonight, Father God. We need to feel you. We need to feel you. I know so often we know that it's not just about a feeling as we go forth in you, but tonight we tangibly need to feel your presence. We need you, Lord. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, oh God. 
I lift up the Bradford family to you, Father. I lift up the cult family to you, O oh God. I lift up the families of those that may be listening to this broadcast and are walking through a time of sorrow, a time of mourning, a time of grief, O oh God, a time of uncertainty, O oh Lord God. I lift them up all to you right now, Father, and I just speak your tangible anointing on their lives, that tangible comfort that they need to walk through these hours, that tangible, Lord God, uh, peace that peace that surpasses all understanding, that joy that would give them strength, even in the midst of sorrow, even in the midst of mourning, even in the midst, Lord God, hallelujah, of our uncertainty, you are still yet able to give us joy. You give us joy in our memories. You give us joy in our heart. We give us joy in the love that we share with our loved ones. You give us joy, oh God, that we can focus in on. We can focus in on the good. We can focus in on the laughter. We can focus in on the joy and gain strength in the midst of it, Father. I thank you. I thank you for I know not what I would do if I did not have you, Lord God, to be able to focus in on, to be able to draw near to, to be able to connect with, oh God. Oh, I'm so grateful to you right now, Father. I'm so grateful to know that you are ever present in my life. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful, even in the midst of indecision, even in the midst of of hurt and of pain, you are there. Even in the midst of mourning, you say you give beauty for ashes. You give the garment of joy, Lord God, in the time of sorrow. Hallelujah. So, Father, as I lift up these families that are in sorrow right now, that are in mourning, oh, God, I'm praying that you would engulf them right now, Father. Engulf them with your presence, oh, Lord God. Be, be that comfort that they need, Father God. Be that comforter. Lord, to walk with, hallelujah, walk with us that, that love the ones that are, are gone, Lord God, that care about those that are yet present and still here. We care about their families, oh God. I lift my grandson up, oh Father, as he's lost his dad. He's lost his dad, and because of circumstances, oh God, he can't even come to say goodbye. But Lord God, I know that you have him. I know that you have him wrapped in your arms, oh God. I know that as as he sits alone in a dark place, oh, Lord God, I know that you are able to wrap your love around them. I, I, I lift up the children. He, he has siblings, oh, God, on his father's side that, you know, that they're all going through the same loss, oh, God. I pray that you would wrap your arms around all of them, Father God. Give them comfort. Give give his grandmother comfort for she lost her son. Give his aunt comfort. Oh, God, for they've lost their brother. Do what only you can do, Father. As I lift up the cult family, oh, God, give children and his wife comfort right now as they walk through this time. Be their peace. Be their sustainer. Be there for them. I lift up those again that's within the sound of my voice, Father. I don't know everything that everybody is walking through, but I know that I know that you do. You know what they're walking through. You know what they need in this hour, oh, God. You know what, what they're encountering in their journey with you, Father. This journey is not one of, of for the faint of heart. It's not always easy. It's not always, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, that we feel, hallelujah. But we know, Father, that as we press into that place in you, Father God, we can find that solitude. We can, we can find that strength that we need, Father. So I lift up my listeners to you that they will find what they need in you even on tonight. For those that are, are seeing and they're facing hardships in their lives, oh Lord God, their faith, they may be facing a hard time on their jobs. They may be facing a hard time in their families. You are that one, Lord God, that can uplift them. You are that one, Lord, that can sustain them. You are that one, oh, Lord God, that can light the path for them. You are that one that can lead them, that can guide them, that can direct them to where they need to be in you. None of us are 
are 100% where we need to be in you. There's always room for improvement in our relationship with you because there's always more and more that we're learning of you on a daily basis. So, Father God, continue to manifest yourself in our lives. Continue, O oh God, to give us revelatory knowledge of who you are. Continue, O oh Lord God, to guide us and to lead us and direct us, Lord. Continue to word our mouths as we speak to others, Lord. Even though we may have a heavy heart, allow us to be encouragement to someone else. Because in encouraging others, oh Lord God, you have the ability and the capability to encourage our own hearts. So we thank you tonight. For those that are suffering in their bodies, oh Lord God, maybe they're feeling <clears throat> the, the brunt of sickness, oh Lord God. Maybe they've gotten a bad report, Father God. Lord, we just decree and declare that we will believe your report. You have the final say-so on our, on our lives. No matter what man has said, the doctor does not know it all, but you know it all, oh God. And I speak health and healing to them right now. I speak health and healing, Lord God, to the mental capacity, Lord God. Sometimes that our, our mental ailments, Lord God, and we, we all we all go through some sort of mental breakdown through our lives, oh God, where where we we have a hard time focusing in on you. We have a hard time grasping what's going on around us, oh God. I, I speak healing and and life, Lord God, to our minds on tonight. I decree and declare, Father, that the same mind that is in Christ Jesus is also in us, that mind, O oh Lord God, that knows that we can trust you, that mind, O oh Lord God, that knows that Haroshanda, we should not doubt you, but we look to you, Father God, we look to you, we look to you, we look to you for what we need, O oh God. Ah, I lift up those that are going through in their emotions, Father God. Their emotions are all over the place. Even the women, oh God, that are going through menopausal emotional breakdowns and changes in their in their hormones. Even the men that may be going through a midlife crisis, Lord, that we we are suffering in our emotions, oh God. I speak peace to our emotions even now. I decree and declare, Father God, that we have arrested the emotion, oh God, and we've given it to you, and you have granted us peace. You said, you promised in your word that you would give us perfect, those of us who mind the state on you. So we choose to keep our mind on you on tonight. We choose, oh Lord God, we choose to give ourselves unto you tonight, that you may keep us in perfect peace. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for those right now that are experiencing breakthroughs in their lives, that this is a joyous time for them. This is a happy time. This is a time of celebration. We celebrate with them. We celebrate with them. We thank you, Father God, that you've worked it out. You've worked it out on their behalf. We celebrate. We celebrate. We celebrate you in the midst of it all. Uh, We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. For you are worthy. You are worthy. Now, Father, again, we decree and declare that you have the final say-so in our lives, so we trust you. You said that you created us in your image and in your likeness. You said, Father God, that the thoughts that you have for us are thoughts of good and not of evil. Father God, to give us that expected end that you created us for. So, Father God, we thank you that we trust you, that we will We will, we will, we will, we will fulfill that for which you created us to do. We will not leave here with our quiver full of of what you have called us to produce out. That that you have called us to birth out in the spirit realm and in the natural. We will birth it out, O Lord God. We will accomplish that that you created us to do. We will live a life emptied out. Yes, we will, Father. We decree it. We decree it over ourselves. Hallelujah. We will not allow the trials and tribulations and the things that the the stumbling blocks that the enemy will put in our path to cause us to, to forfeit, to cause us to stumble, Lord God. We will not allow those things, Father God, to hold us back. We will not allow it, Father God. We will press on in you. Hallelujah. We will. We will press on in you. And we give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor. For truly, truly, you are worthy. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us, Father. Thank you so very much for loving us 
and for seeing us through it all. To you be the glory, to you be the honor, in Jesus' awesome and mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, it's just so so refreshing to know that we can go into the presence of God and press in and and just allow him to saturate us, saturate us with his love, saturate us with his presence. It is such a wonderful thing. It is such a wonderful thing. He is such an awesome and a mighty God. Hallelujah. And and he takes the time. He takes the time to know what we're going through and to choose to to be that comfort unto us, to be that one to carry us through it all. So we're we're going to go into just a little praise and worship right now, recognizing and understanding that in everything that we're going through, God has the final say. It is all about him, even though that, you know, we don't always understand, <clears throat> excuse me, what it is that he's doing in our lives. We do know he has the final say so. And so we have to trust him. We have to trust him to get us to the other side. We have to trust him to get us through to the other side. And he will do it. He will do it. Hallelujah. We're going to just listen to Vicki Yoey as she proclaims that God has the final say so. Amen. And to him be the glory. To him be the glory.
this to be truth. God has the final say. What an awesome thing to to hold on to and to trust in. I want to read something to you that was just placed in my spirit. It's coming from um, Psalms 119, and it's starting at the 49th verse. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified um, Translation. It says, remember fervently the word and promise to your servant in which you have caused me to help, to help, to help, to hope. Help me. Okay, Lord, let me read that again. Remember fervently the word and promise to your servant in which you have caused me to hope. This is my comfort and consultation in my affliction, that your word has revived me and given me life. The proud have had me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined in my entrance or turned aside from your law. When I have earnestly recalled your ordinance from of old, O Lord, I have taken comfort. Sometimes we have to go back and remember the promises that God made unto us, promises in his word, promises that he gave us directly, and and allow that to comfort us to know that God is the keeper of his promises. And it's never too late. It is never too late. Last week we dealt with um, Abraham and Sarah and the fact that it took 25 years for the manifestation of the promise of Isaac. But God did not fail in his promise. Some of you may be walking through a time right now where you feel that the promise of God has passed, that he is not going to keep his promise, that he has failed you. Or sometimes we feel that we have failed him. And so we have these guilt trips that he's not going to bring it to pass because we messed up. But God is a God of his word. He is a keeper of his word. Remember that that time frame that between the, the promise being given to Abraham and from the time when he was Abram and was called out of Haran to go into Canaan, Till the time that the manifestation of Isaac came into play, Abram did not do everything correct. There was a time when apparently his trust for God failed him. The time that he felt that he had to lie to to Pharaoh to save him and Sarah, he felt that because she was so beautiful, if they knew that she was his wife, 
that they would kill him to get to her. He failed in the test of knowing God told him to go to Egypt. He called him out of the famine and told him to go to Egypt. So if God told him to go to Egypt, then God already had his back. He didn't have to lie. The word of God says that the enemy, the devil, is the father and the author of all lies. So God didn't cause Abram to lie. Abram did that because there was a trust factor. There was a lack of a trust. There was a trust factor that was not living up to what it should have for God. We do the same thing. We think that we, we know God has made us a promise, but sometimes we feel we have to help him in, in bringing that promise to pass, or we have to do things to, to protect the promise. All God called us to is obedience and to trust him. Have faith in God. See, because it's impossible to please him if we don't have faith in him. Don't allow your faith to fail you. No matter how rough it is, no matter how tough it appears to be, no matter how dark the day is that you may be tunneling through and journeying through, he said that his word would be a lamp unto your path. The written word of God can light your path, but so can the spoken word of God. The word that he has spoken to your spirit, the promise that he has given you in the midst of it all, hold for him to that, that promise. He will keep it. He will not fail you. He will not fail you. I'm sure. I, I know when I lost my, my, uh, my son-in-law, and I had prayed so hard for that young man, and I could have taken the stand that, God, you didn't hear me. You failed me. How did you allow this to happen? I laid hands on him. I believed you for him. How did this happen? Could have doubted. I could have said, "Well, you didn't. You, you didn't bring that to pass. You didn't. You didn't keep him alive. You didn't save his life. So how can I trust you in in the midst of other situations and circumstances?" But I chose in the midst of it all because I knew, I knew there was going to be some some situations and emotional things that I was going to go through and I was going to walk through. I chose to say, God. In the midst of all of this, I know I'm going to go through stages in this. I know that there are going to be circumstances in the midst of this that I'm not going to understand and some things that I'm not going to want to readily accept. But in the midst of all that I go through, I ask you, God, to keep me in your bosom. Just keep me in your bosom as I process the anger, as I process the disappointment, as I process all of the situation, the hurt, the pain, as I process all of that, keep me in your bosom. And sometimes we have to do that. We have to make that mental ascension in ourselves when we're going through, when it's a tough situation, when we feel all hope is gone. We have to mentally ascend to that place of saying, okay, Father, I don't understand what's happening here. I feel like an island. I feel like I'm alone. I don't feel your presence. We all, we all go through times like that. But if we can make that mental ascension to say, God, it's not about my feeling. Even though we pray tonight that God would engulf us with his feelings, with, with engulf us so that we could feel him. There are times we need that tangible touch of God. I, I understand that. But we also have those times when it's like, it's not about my feelings. It's about what I know to be true. And I know that I know that I know that I know. No matter what it is, no matter how dark the day, no matter what I must encounter, no matter what I must walk through, I know that I know that I know that you are with me. I remember a time when I had stepped out of obedience and walked in just blatant disobedience. God had spoke something to me, told me not to, and I did it anyway. Blatant disobedience. I'm being transparent with you right now so that you understand. I don't care what the situation is. God is yet there. And in the midst of that, when I came to myself as the prodigal son, there was a period of time where I did not feel the presence of God. And I believe that was his way of chastising me because in my walk with him, I had walked with him about that time, probably about four years, three to four years at that time. 
And during the course of that time, I had never been without his presence. I always knew. It, it was just, it was like my skin. It's like I knew my skin was on my body. I knew God was with me. When I walked in that blatant disregard for him, there was a period of time that I could not feel the presence of God, and that tore me up. It also caused me to know that I would never do what I did again <laughs> because I never, ever wanted to be without the presence of God. But I, I'm saying this to say that even though I, I did a blatant disobedient act, he still I couldn't feel him, but I had to know that I know he was yet there. I had to know that I know that he yet forgave me. I had to know that I know that I had to continue to press on in him and get back that ground that I had given up to the enemy through my disobedience. And I came to the realization and I recognized that God had never left me. See, if he had left me, he would have left me in a reprobated state of mind, and I would not have the forethought to press back into his presence. So I'm, I'm saying that because somebody out here that's listening to me, you think that what you've done is so irre- just so bad that God can't forgive you. I'm here to tell you, yes, he can. You may have stepped out in blatant disobedience, but in the unconditional love of God, he forgives you. And you can get back to that place of his presence. You can press into it. Don't give up. Continue to press. See, because the more you you press into him, the more he will rid you of what you're carrying. He is going to do it. He is going to do it. But there's a lesson in it for you to learn. And I promise you, if you're anything like me, once you get back that ground and gain even more, you will not turn and walk in blatant disobedience anymore because nothing and no one on this planet is worth being separated from the presence of God. Even our disappointments and our hurts and our our hard times and our anger that sometimes we develop with God, Nothing, none of that, none of those emotional states of being is worth you being separated from God. He is our comfort. Take heart, as we just read. Take heart in his promises. Let his promises be your comfort. Let me read it again. Remember fervently the word and promise to your servant in which you have caused me to Hope. I don't know why I keep wanting to say help there, but, you know, and I'm feeling in my spirit, God is saying to somebody, help is at hand. As you hope in the promises of God, your help is at hand. The word says that God is nigh us, even in our mouths. He's, He's right there. He's right there. So don't feel that you're alone. Don't feel that you're an island, that you're all isolated. And he doesn't feel your hurt. He doesn't feel your pain. He even feels your disappointment. Because no one, you, no matter what you've experienced, trust me, you have not experienced disappointment to the place and to the point that God has. You see, his creation turns its back on him daily. You want to experience disappointment? Think about that. Think about that that he sacrificed himself for. He gave up himself in the form of his son as a sacrificial offering just so that we could have fellowship again with him. And we choose to deny him. We choose to reject him. We choose to be disobedient to him. You want to feel disappointment? Think about that. Think about all that you would do for your child that you would even lay down your life for your child, but your child in return is just just says, no, I I don't want you to love me. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you around me. Think about that hurt and that pain. So I know that I know that God can relate to your disappointment, and it's not his desire to disappoint you. 
There are some things that we have to walk through. There are some things that we have to encounter. And in the midst of our encountering it, we have to allow him to show himself mighty in our lives. Mm. Yeah, we have to allow him to show himself mighty in our lives. What an awesome God. What an awesome God. He decided not to make us robotic. He decided to give us the freedom of choice. He decided to allow us that freedom to choose him or to not. It's your choice. It is. It's truly, it is your choice. You can choose to serve him. You can choose to love him. You can choose to allow him in your heart. You can choose to allow him to work out your situation. You can choose can choose not to. It's Deuteronomy, I think it is 30, or uh, we're going to find that, where God says, I've placed before you today life and death, blessings and curses. Choose ye this day life and live. <laughs> that, that, that's something that just really stays in my heart. It's like, okay, this is a multiple choice exam, and I'm going to give you the answer to the choice. I'm going to tell you what the choices are, and then I'm going to tell you what to choose so that you can pass this test freely and properly. I mean, who, just, I mean, think about that. What a God we serve. I've given you the choice. Life and death. Blessings and curses. Choose life. Choose to serve him. Choose to allow him in your heart right now to comfort you. Choose to allow him to lead God and direct your path. Choose him. Choose him. Don't deny him. Don't deny him. But choose him freely of your heart. Choose to love him. Choose to allow him to love you. Sometimes we get so caught up in our hurt and in our pain, and we wear it like a badge of honor. And God is standing right there saying, let me heal you. Let me deliver you from this. Let me be what you need me to be. I am the I am of this situation. And we're saying no. We're throwing our temper tantrums. We're saying, no, I'm going to carry this pain with me. I'm going to hold on to it. I don't want to let it go. That's really what we're telling him when we choose not to release, when we choose not to allow him in to comfort us. He's there. He's there to see you through. He's there to comfort you. Even tonight with me, and, and as I said at the beginning, of this broadcast, my heart is heavy. You know, this was somebody literally that through my job I spoke to four to five times a day. And and just to get the news that he's gone, just like that, perfectly healthy man, just gone, that that boggles my mind. I, I wow, I, I have a hard time grasping it. I, I really have been in a state of shock all day today. But I know that I know that I know that my God yet lives. I know that I know that I know that my God yet has a final say so. When I was talking to his wife today I said, you know what? He was doing what he loved to do. He was on the ice skating rink and just dropped. I'm like, if we have a choice in going, let me be doing what I love to do. Let there be no suffering. And let me just go. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. If we have a choice, and she was, you know, she was saying the same thing. She was like, yeah, really. You know, if, there, if we've got to go, then that was the way to go. That was the way to go. So even in the midst, and I, I, you know, I love talking to her because, you know, even though she's, she's mentally going through a state of denial just to get through what she's going through, at the same time, her spirit is uplifted. You know, her spirit is uplifted. And I'm like, I'm calling her to try to comfort her, and she's talking to me, and I'm going, wow, wow, but look at God. Look at God in the midst of that. To give someone that type of, of fortitude and strength. You just lost your husband. 
but yet, you know, you're a bee, you know, I'm doing things with my kids, we've got to get through this, da-da-da-da-da, you know, I, I love that, I love that spirit within her, I love to see the hand of God at work in her life, walking her through. So it reinforces what I'm saying, that God is there. He is our ever-present help in the time of need. So whatever it is that you're walking through tonight, and I'm sorry that this broadcast tonight has not been my normal upbeatness, but it's, I, I just there's that sense, like I said, that I'm feeling. I, I have a sense of loss in my own heart. But at the same time, I know that there are some things that everyone that is listening to me has encountered or you are encountering right now, and I'm here to say be encouraged. Be encouraged. The hand of God is yet present. The peace of God is yet available to you. The joy of God will yet strengthen you. He will see you through it. He will see you through it. The, the word of God is there to help you, to guide you, to encourage you. And as we read, don't forget the promises that he's made to you. Take comfort in the hope that is your help. God is an awesome God. Amen. Well, I, I'm I'm done for this evening. I, I thank and praise God that you know we we walked through this this hour, and um, and I just want to close out in worship. I just really want us to continue to choose to worship, to continue to choose to invoke the Spirit of God in our lives. I I pray that you will all have a phenomenal week, and I just want to pray over you just. I just I just feel this right now. Father God, I just lift up my listeners right now. Those that are live listening at the sound of my voice, those that will come and listen in the archives. I just feel, Lord God, a, a need to pronounce a blessing over them, Father God, that they will be blessed as they come and blessed as they go, that they will allow your spirit, oh God, to carry them through every trial and every tribulation that they may have to encounter or endure, that, Father God, that you will give them the peace that surpasses all understanding that you will be their joy, Father, just as you spoke to Moses to pronounce a blessing over the children of Israel, Lord God. I pronounce a blessing over them that ah, that the Lord would bless them, that you would bless them and keep them, O oh Lord God, that you would make your face to shine upon them and be gracious to them, O oh Lord God, that you would lift up their countenance, O oh Lord God, and give them peace, and that you would put your name upon them, O oh Lord God, and bless them. I pray your blessings in abundance in their lives. Walk with them, lead them, guide them, direct them. And I give you the praise and the glory and the honor for that which you have done, are doing, and are yet to do in all of our lives. To you be the glory, dear God. I pray that all of you will have an incredible week of praise reports, that you will have an incredible week of strength and of joy and of victory and a breakthrough in God. Be blessed, and I will be with you again next next Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. God bless you. We're going to close out with I Choose to Worship. Amen. Bless your name, O oh God. Bless your name, O oh God. For so long I was silent For so long I did not have a song to pray Press and filled my day And clouds blocked my way But there was a voice Speaking to me, awaking the passion so quiet in me, in me. So still in me. Give up, no. I choose to worship right now. 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 I choose to
I need everybody in here to help me do it right now. Come on. He's healing me. Come on, I need you to lift yourself up out of that mess that you're in right now. Come on. Some of you have been down so long. Come on, make up your mind right now. I can't lay here and die. I got to seek after him. I hear his voice calling me right now. He's healing me. I'm coming to you broken tonight. I'm coming to you wounded tonight. I'm coming to you right now. I need your presence in my life. I'm going to worship. Yes, I am. He's healing me. I'm going to worship. Oh, he's healing me. Yes, he is. in here tonight. Come on. Come on. It's got a made up mind. Come on to bless the Lord at all times. In the midst of every test, every trial, I've made up my mind that I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to worship. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm going to worship. Yes, I am. With thee, I 